Welcome to TT from the D Podcast Show. It is our Wind Down Wednesday segment. And I am very excited that you decided to tune in and join me and my beautiful guest, Mrs. Toy Divine tonight. You might know her as Honey Child. <laughs> she beats the face out of people. She beats the gods, I guess, out of the face and makes us beautiful. I am someone who loves to be in her chair. But on tonight, we're going to talk about something that's a little bit different. Now, you, you've seen this young woman work through social media, but we're going to talk about the hot topic for tonight, illusions of social media. Now, before we jump into that, I do want to get a little housekeeping out the way. I want you to make sure that you are in your most relaxed state of mind. I'm hoping by this time of night, you've been able to get your child or children off the bed if you have a family and let your spouse know that I'm about to have some unwind time. Unless you're sitting back and kicking it with your spouse, that's always lovely. But I want you to grab your favorite libation. I also want you to just kind of sit back, kick your feet up after a long day. It is hump day in most places in the world, but tonight we're winding down with Wind Down Wednesday. Now, this young lady is very gifted and talented in a lot of different areas. She's a mother. She's a wife. She's married to one of the dopest producers in the business, Mr. Marcus Devine. And she has an amazing daughter named Lily. And so I just want to take a moment to pause just to salute this queen for taking time out of her schedule because it's a very busy schedule. She's always busy. Um, it's always a blessing when I can steal her away from her work, from her family, and have her to bless my podcast show. So without any further ado, firstly, let me go back and say again, thank you for joining myself and my guests. You could have logged on to any other podcast tonight, but tonight you decided to log on and share this time and space with us, and we're super excited, especially with this hot topic, baby. We about to get down in it. So without any further ado, I'd like to welcome in the building Mrs. Toy Divine, how are you? <laughs> how are you? I am wonderful. I, you always just introduce me like, girl. I, <laughs> I am super excited to have you here tonight. Happy to be here, girl. Happy, happy, happy to be here. So I just gave a smidget. I didn't really go into it because I always love for my guests to tell the listeners a little bit about who they are. So I would love for you to tell the listeners who is Mrs. Toy Divine. All right, let me see. So y'all, I am just an artiste. I call myself a beauty artist. So many other things um, that I do. I feel like my art is you know, it's, it's, it's therapy. It's for some it's ministry, you know what I mean? Cause you know, it's that thing. Like when you walk into a beauty salon or even the guys, when they go to the barbers, they talk, they talk about current events, they hash out different things. And when I tell you, that's how it is. When you sit down with me is basically just straight up therapy. So I say makeup artist, but um, I'm really just an all-around woman artist. Like, we, it starts from within, and honey, that face is just dicing, dicing, okay. So I just, I'm, I'm an all-around artist, but by trade, they call me a makeup artist. <laughs> so I specialize in beauty, um, anything that has to do with the outer appearance of your face, enhancements, 
that's what I do. And I love, love, love to do it. Love to do it. I was just telling my clients today, one of my clients today, if I didn't have to recoup and purchase these items to to do what I do, I would do it for free. Because I love Oh, wow. Love, yes, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. It's so gratifying. And then to see the faces of some people who just haven't had that experience. Man, it's real. You know, TT. Y'all, if y'all in La La Land, TT uh, was not a... Uh, she was not as stern and teaching the head as she was that day. She was very, very emotional because, honey, she looked like a goddess. <laughs> and I was emotional, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd it be like that, though. It'd be like that, though. So that's that's me all in a, wrapped up in a little bow, little pretty bow. Yes, and pretty you are. Beautiful inside and out. And you're right. It's something about sitting in your chair. I like to tell people, I'm like, you can tell when someone's been toyified, right? <laughs> I've coined that one. And it's like, you're right. I remember my first time in your chair. And it's just like a, you look after, you're like, that's me? I know. You know, and it's kind of like, you're right. We, we talk. As if we were at the salon or the barbershop, you know, we shoot the breeze and things like that. But it's more, you're right, there's a ministry in there because even I've come in and you might have been finishing up a client. I've been there with Christina. Mm -hmm. I've sent people to you, referred people, and they all tend to say the same thing. Like, you have a beautiful spirit, you're gifted, and they just never saw themselves look the way they saw themselves after being toyified. So... It definitely is a gift yes. that you have. Thank you. I really think so, too. Oh, yeah. And you know, you have made me cry several times. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, uh, before we jump into our interview. So, you are going on your second year in marriage? Yes. Oh, oh, what was it? 20. September 6th. We got married um, right in the middle of COVID. Yeah. Right in the middle of the foolishness. Um, but we didn't have that kind of day. It just felt like whoever was there was supposed to be there. TT was there. You yeah. Ain't floating around there. Do anything you needed. That girl made sure she got it. <laughs> Amen. I mean, so, and that's another thing. I don't know if your people know about your podcast, but she's a great, just a go-getter, doer person. Like, she is the best in the business for that. And everybody's going to know that soon enough. Aww. Oh, yeah. Thank so. you, Queen. I appreciate that love. I, and then you have a beautiful daughter. I do. She is 12, honey, going on 25. <laughs> oh, don't I know about some age brackets. And I ain't even talking about, you know, flip mouth. And The girl is this old soul, and she's very inquisitive. Like, she's not just going to take any old answer. She's going to be like, why you say that? And and you say that because, like, is that you my mama? Like, how's this going? <laughs> you got to be grateful for that. That's my kid, you know. She's a she's a firecracker. She's yeah. A she's beautiful too. She has a beautiful spirit, very kind, loving, mm. beautiful blend a mixture of you and Marcus. Yes, yes. I definitely agree with you there, girl. For sure. 
Now, let's get into this hot topic illusions of social media, shall we? Yes, let's. Let me ask you, when you think of social media, what is the first thing you think about? I think about what people think. Because when I put when I put into perspective what needs to be because social media don't really you don't really care about it unless you're in the loop or in the you know what I mean like everybody don't really care too much about it if they're not in it if you're not promoting yourself your business your family you know what you're doing a day to day you ain't gonna really care so my when I think of social media I think of how can I present me or whatever to everybody else and what everybody else gonna think you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It could be a bad, um, but that's that's what we that's you know them them the lim, them the lemons we got you know what I mean that, that's this is how we making our lemonade through social media you know general perceptions and things like that that's what we have so yeah it's like a it's a thing a thing thing now how often would you say you're on social media I know that you you know you have your business. And we're gonna, we we're gonna tap into something else too. You have a, something that you're branding, but mm-hmm. how often are you on social media? When I really be honest, if I can really be honest with you and really like gauge, like probably about seventy percent of my day is social media. Okay, that's even without doing anything that has anything to do with me per se, like. I'm just checking out and seeing what everybody else is up to. Mm-hmm. News, you know, current events, stuff going around in my local, um, in my area, things like that. So I'm on social media about 70% of my day. Okay. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, what are some of the pros and cons about social media you find? Hmm. So being a person who is, you know, trying to really navigate social media as far as from my end and just what I take in and what I see. Finding balance is one thing that needs to be, uh, that is hard sometimes because of what you see. I, I recently did a post on um, social media, on Facebook about the dangers of social media, you know, and one of the things that I really had to emphasize was that if you are at a place in your life where you feel like there are some things you still need to work on or you're not um, at a level to where you may say your neighbor or, you know, a comrade or a co-worker is that you could feel a little inadequate because social media presented the best part of them to the world. Mm-hmm. If you look at that and you say, dang, like, I'm not there. Like, that can actually kill your spirit. You know, there's a, it takes a strong person to not let certain things like that, you know, fester and cook and bake in your head. But it's as a normal person, sometimes you could be like, dang, like, we started together or I introduced her to this person or something like that. And that can make you feel like, dang, well, what about me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not just things materials i'm talking like home i'm talking like your man i'm talking like your kids like it this it really can carry over 
to every facet of your life from the time you take your feet out of the bed to get up to go to the bathroom to the time you put your feet in the bed to go to bed, go to sleep. It carries every facet of life. Like somebody's house could be immaculate. And guess what? Them same dishes you've been walking past for three days. <laughs> <laughs> and you like, dang, like, wow, I really got to get my stuff together. So social media is dangerous if you don't have the the toughness or the the if you don't hold on to the reality of it it can really send you somewhere you don't want to go and it's very 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 um beneficial it's beneficial to you it's beneficial to everybody around you it's beneficial to your business man when it's you it's a tool and i feel like people can't abuse that tool if it's not used for its intended purposes if that makes sense yes yeah yeah somebody could look at tt from the d and say oh my god i've been wanting to start my podcast oh my god she doing it she got many episodes on it we can go back and archives and see how many she done done but what about me i, I feel like i can talk why well, i don't have a podcast you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. not your fault because you're doing what it is you want to do but someone could say like dang like What's wrong with me? I can't do it. Why well, I can't do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, can, I can agree with that. I mean, it's it's a, it's a whoo. It's a guilty pleasure. Like uh, what they call that? Love and hip hop. People call mm-hmm. it. It is a guilty pleasure. It is for sure. What do you feel like? Is just based. I know you're the interviewer, and I'm used to. <laughs> But look, at sitting in here on my couch, I show be like, so what you think, T.T.? <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm glad you said that and asked that. Um, I feel that social media, and this is T.T.'s uh, opinion, of course, folks. <laughs> but I feel that it's created a pool for jealous and envy behavior yeah. based off of envious things when it comes to, as you touched on, relationships and lifestyles. Yeah. You know, um, as you said, you can look at someone... Um, life, like I, I'm on social media a lot. I'm scrolling to try to keep up, like you said, with current events, what's happening in the news. I don't mm-hmm. really get caught up on um, my people, and I and I hate that to say mm-hmm. that that way. When I say my people, I'm talking about my immediate people. Like I'm- if I say, "Hey, did you see my post I made yesterday?" I'm like, "No, I'm on there, but I'm looking for what I'm looking for." I- at the same time, as you said, I have had people approach me uh, about podcasting and ask me if I could walk them through. I've even met with a complete stranger by way of a favor for someone to help her set up a podcast for herself and her business. Now, on the flip side, I'm looking at it like I, I try to stay present. I try to stay relevant with uh, my topics and my guests. And I and I look at some other people's podcasts and I'm thinking like, so they have like thousands of views or listeners and I don't. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong, Lord? And but I'm like, you know, it's not about the numbers. That's okay. what I come to understand. And I think with social media, you know, there's the pros and the cons. You can look at it and say, hey, this is a tool. I want a podcast or I want to do makeup. I want to see so take these classes. You do different things. But okay. where we go wrong and I'm guilty of it as well. 
we compare ourselves. We want to put ourselves next to the next person. Well, I'm not doing this. Or she was an overnight sensation. Why yeah. didn't? Why am I not an overnight sensation? Do I suck? And then we start to down ourselves. Yes. Yes. That part. For real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that sucks. Like, wow. And the thing, some days when it's up, it's up. You happy? You like, I'm out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one post by somebody or one one glimpse of someone's life via something uh just a however long it what is it a few 30 seconds or something on some social media platform for a video mm-hmm. you and, and that would totally bring your stuff down like debbie down for real like i was just cool when i got up like i was just yeah and it's just oh man and I'm gonna tell you, when I did my um, when I had posted my video online about this thing, when I tell you the response was crap, I'm thinking I'm just being transparent and I'm just standing out on the ledge by myself at this point because I just had to say what I had to say. In the car, I was what I was about to do. I was in the drive-through about to get some coffee or something, and Music Soul Child has a song called uh, "Alive and Well." on his latest um, album. And it, what it talks about is, if you're a fat man, be a happy fat man. If you're a poor man, be a happy poor man. Hmm. And he talked very deeply about how you perceive yourself, not how the world sees you, but how to be content with whatever stage in life or whatever situation that you find yourself in, try to find some good in that. And when I tell you, I sat there and I was like, man, I'm mad. Social media is making me sick. And I ain't, I hadn't even gone online today. It's just, I thought about it and it just, and I got online talking about some look, I hear social media. Social media is this, is this. And then what really had people reaching out to me was because there was, a, there was something I said about I feel like social media makes me want to be some things that I'm not. Mm. That was very telling because I'm usually a very transparent person. But even when we're being transparent, sometimes we can control the level of transparency when we're talking. When mm-hmm. I knew it, that had slipped out and it wasn't no going back. That was it. So mm-hmm. it's looking at me like, huh? like, what do you mean? Like, it's just things like, I, I can't, I saw how you was as a teenager. You ain't never had no ass like that. Mm-hmm. Ever. You don't work out. So you got that. And that'll make you look at yourself like, dang. And she popping. Mm-hmm. Do I? Just so that I can get some notoriety or some things like that and that's just of course it's silly but it, it for a split second it made a little sense mm-hmm. in your mind in your actions like so i just i had to tell it because i don't want to get stuck there i don't never want to get in that cycle of thinking this is what i need for something that i can do just based off my talent or just my ability to talk to people I should not be looking at nobody else's, you know, because what I see could mean it's good for them on social media. But as soon as they hit that record button or, you know, let it go and they back to normal life, they could be crying. Mm-hmm. They, you, know, you just never know, you know, what's in the frame of some people. 
with in their lives. So I that was a quick post that I felt I needed to do. Uh, and I'm actually glad I did because now I can freely talk about this with you, TT, because these are things that we talk about, but do we really talk about it? Like, are, are you upset? Let's get, are you upset, girl, you know, got this? Yeah, you mad because you've been working so hard on your credit and this girl, you don't know what she's doing. You just mad because you've been wanting a house and she got one before you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm mad about it. I'm mad about this. I'm mad about this girl business. I'm mad about. I'm mad about all of it. But when we come down from that and we cut off social media, it's like, dang, I really could have did a lot more. I could have, you know, dug a little bit deeper when it came to, you know, my business, get my numbers right, you know, interacting with the public. Like once you get down, it's like. I, I, I probably could have did a little bit more, but but uh, temporary insanity is like it's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. So yeah, I just I don't know. It's it's weird, but it's it's this is what we're dealing with. You know what I mean? And then another thing too, people with this they PPP loans and all. Mm, that girl, around like girl, yeah, you did get a car, but uh, people gonna come and get you for their money. If you didn't do what you're supposed to do with it, so I just had to tell myself, Toy, just relax. What they, what you see, is not always what you get. That's right. You got people going to prison right now. You got people crying, trying to do GoFundMe pages to have money to pay for uh, an attorney to yes. get them out yes. of the trouble that they put themselves in. And you know, instead of you building into your business or pouring into your business and using that money for what you told them you were going to use it for. Exactly. You you, you t- want to be flossing. It's kind of like, it got to make sense. As they always say lately, make it make sense. You 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 could be struggling today. You got a loan. Now you got a jag in the driveway. You Ooh. got a Brazilian butt lift. Ooh. You got breast implants. Yo, you might got a little bit of Botox. You know what I'm saying? Your ice and wrist is flossy. You, you jet setting. You going to Mexico and Punta Cana, which is one and the same. You going to Jamaica. You you doing the real big. You popping bottles. You hanging out with celebrities because yeah. you were paid that top that top ticket to yeah. get up in there smooth. Yeah. But uh, when it's all said and done, the IRS or all the people they come after you, knocking at your door. Now you wanna. Have an excuse. You want to cry me a river. You want to do all that. And it's like, no. No. No, it ain't worth it. That's the illusion, though. See, that's the illusion of social media. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. And that's, you know, that takes me into... So, (laughs) now... You and I was having dinner mm-hmm. a couple of, uh, about a week ago. Mm-hmm. And um, we kind of tapped into it. We talked about everything. But it was just like, have you ever found, and this is just, you could you could just pause on it and think. And for our listeners, you guys can just pause. Of course, we can't hear you because this isn't one of those where you can share your comments with us right now. Mm-hmm. But have you ever been out and you see some of the same type of women looking the same way? Like, damn, they got the same kind of butt. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, they, they they got the same kind of nose. Okay, mm-hmm. the, the hairs. And you be thinking like, okay, so that goes into, do you feel that these people see people on social media and say, oh, they got a million likes. So they got, they're dating this type of guy. 
maybe I need to have that type of butt, that type of stomach dropped in, whatever. Not that I'm working out, doing a waist training, because no, let me be clear on this. Not all, but some, not all, but some of these people that's promoting these waist trainers, you wouldn't have that surgery, uh-huh. but you making them think like this waist trainer because you're promoting it right. and they're giving you some type of incentive. Yeah. And that's not fair to the person who busts their ass yeah. to really try to get that ass to look the way right. that you got it done with. Exactly. Exactly. That you got it done with surgery. And I'm like, that's the you're lying on top of the illusion. Yes. Yeah, I'm working hard on this. You know, I, I, I you know, I'm watching what I'm eating and if you journey, but then they come out a couple years later and say, I, you know, I did have a little work done. Well, when you did it, you didn't tell us that part. Exactly. So you got some people who go and die. Look at that young lady who died. What was it last year or the year before? She had like, I think three kids and she went over to Mexico with a friend. Her and her friend went to go get a BFF yep. uh, special. Yep. And she died. Ain't that something? I'm like, what? Yeah. And it'd be that serious for people. People starting to believe these delusions. And I think that's the part that's what happened to real people. Like, uh, what what's the rapper, um, the conscious rapper, um Karis one? No, nah, uh, the one that came out with Drake at that time. What is this man saying? The rapper. Uh Chance the Rapper? Nope. Common. Yep. Like the light skin, he got like locks and stuff now. Ooh, uh, Kendrick Lamar, no, but like come down like one, like he mm. like for that kind of rap, like oh, not Drake, but the other one. Uh, oh, uh. I keep thinking this man's name, but he said. To all the women out there, it was a Twitter, um, a Twitter post. He said to all the women out there with their natural asses and still going to work, I salute you. Mm. That did a lot for some. That did a lot mentally and just spiritually for some chicks. Like even me, I'm like, dang, because I don't have this or I didn't elevate to get this and get all this. That maybe, maybe I ain't really here. Maybe I'm on. Maybe I didn't move to Mars and didn't know it. Like, what the hell? Like, I, <laughs> I don't yeah. But it's so strange that people still think that they natural ass or, you know, natural. And I'm not, you know me, I'm a makeup artist and I have nothing, nothing bad to say about makeup. But makeup, it should be an enhancement and not a, a necessity for you to function. Like, you should not be able to be petrified to go to the grocery store and you ain't wearing no lashes. Yeah. I, that is not life. Like, come on now. now I'm a- always the winner. The winner. Yeah. And I'm gonna say this, as much as I love beautiful makeup, I love seeing people's faces beat to the gods. Another illusion of social media that becomes an illusion in the world is you got some people that will put on so much makeup, they alter and change their whole look. And then when you get them without it, yeah, you're like, uh, who are you? Oh, and yeah. then the guy or whomever you're dating looking like, uh-uh, I ain't signed up for that. That ain't, that ain't the same person because you and did all this stuff through makeup. And, and it's a gift to be able to do it. But I'm like, 
Yeah. Are we so unhappy with ourselves that we gotta just really change, change how God designed us to look? Right. And his name was J. Cole. I just thought J. Cole. Okay, yes. J. Cole. Oh, yeah. But no, mm-hmm. you're right. And I'm, you know, I get a lot of women who just, a lot of everyday women, women that come and they just won't make up to look good for their husbands or they going on a girl trip, something like that. But I had a client that was coming every Friday. She came every Friday for like three months for no reason at all. And I really. I'm talking I'm coming to get my makeup because Friday was our only off day so I'm coming to get my makeup done every Friday and I'm getting ready so I can stay ready for whatever somebody got something to do with me I said but you ain't got plans nope 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 I don't care about no plans I just want to be ready and when I tell you that to me didn't say oh this is my only off day I want to look cute every Friday this to me had this was a this was self esteem kind of thing mm. because when I said to her I said well because you're working all the time when do you have time to just relax go home and scratch and that's a that's an ongoing thing I say to my clients girl I can't wait to leave here so I can go home and scratch I say that all the time mm-hmm. I said when do you have time to do that but if you primp as soon as you leave the job you already have no time for you so, so for her makeup was that was self care to her and at mm. some point that's true but not to the point where you ain't even are you you literally transformed from a Chrysler worker to Friday I'm like beat to the guys I'm beat my face is just whooped on and I don't got no plans I'm just gonna be ready and to me that said self esteem right away wow right away well, she better start making her. If she was gonna continue to do that, I would say, you know what? There's and see, this also comes with self esteem. I think <laughs> you better start learning to date yourself, take yourself out. Come on, go to a movie, go to a dinner, go out for happy hour by your damn self. Go out. When I tell you I'm good with it, I will go to a happy hour, pull up at that bar like, hey, and kick it and and get me a libation or two or three and a couple of appetizers and I'm good. I've worked hard. That's my my time. That's for me. Yeah. I don't need nobody to have to do that with me. You different, CZ. Yeah. You go anywhere and make 20 friends. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. You walk in somewhere by yourself and leave with some homies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I thought I was social. You got me whooped down, okay? Oh, <laughs> thank you, sis. I mean, you're a very personable person. So it's not, I'm just teasing, but you know, I believe that that's if everybody had a friend like that, honey, you would put any anybody out of their shell. Yeah. Anybody. And that's not on social media. That's how she really is, folks. If y'all want to know. TT, this is who she is. 24-24. TT <laughs> from the D. Hey, y'all. But in real <laughs> She is really this. <laughs> and I love her. I love her. I love you, too. Yes. I love you, too. Yes, yes. So, question. I got yes. one. So... Being so, I mean, the world does revolve without 
um, the world does revolve, but how far do you think we would be as a, as a nation, as a people, just without social media? Do you think we would have advanced the way that we have? Do you think that some of the luxuries that we have of life, we would still have if we didn't have, you know, social media and internet and all that stuff? Do you think we still thrive like we're doing? If, you know. I would like to say probably not. And I'm going to say, and I, and, I, and I tend to think this. It took, it put a level of laziness on some people. Mm-hmm. I don't think people work as hard as they could. And, and, and no, no shade, right? We all want to, you know, if we can get through some things or cut out some things, that's great. But for instance, for musicians and artists, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not what it used to be back for us when you could see an artist and appreciate their hard work, their music, their skill set, and support them by buying a single or a CD. Now you download and downloading can be good, but it's not good when it steals from the artist. Yeah. You understand when people are, oh, I downloaded it and now I uploaded it to something. Now everybody, 50,000 people can go download that same thing I paid for, but now it's free to 50,000. And you're taking that same money that could be supporting that artist, that artist's dream, that artist's family, their business. Right. You know, I think it also... Um, put us in a position where it's, it's got pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Pros on, for instance, Amber Alert, when it works, you right away know this little child is missing. Mm-hmm. Now, what I don't like about it, it's kind of like, okay, you, you have a certain demographic or do you have a certain model of a type of Amber Alert? Because there's so many kids missing every single day. Yeah. The Amber Alert should be going off every single day because yeah. there's somebody missing every single day. Yeah. Right. So you got your pros and cons and you got people that okay, for instance, what happened to grabbing a book and sitting back, having that your time and saying, you know what, I'm going to grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. I'm going to enjoy this book. Now, okay, it's on a Kindle. So now we don't got to get a book. We can just listen to it. So guess what we do? You have made it easier for who people who struggle with having self-care, self-time, me time. They're going to listen to their book while they do some dishes or make dinner or yeah. run this errand. So they're still not getting that moment that books were made for people to get. And that they're time. not lying down. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's uh-huh. right. So I don't, I don't think we would be as far as we are. Technology is good in certain areas. I think that we've just, we've abused it. If I could say that, for instance, when do you see a live murder? Okay. Oh. Okay. On social media, you see a live murder and people share it. Some people have found out, God forbid, some people have found out their loved ones have died from a tragic accident or situation from social media. Because also people, I don't know if it's that you want to be the first to share something so you can get all the likes. You're not caring about what you're sharing. You just want the likes. You want, oh, that thing got shared 10,000 times. But at what cost? Yeah. And somewhere I heard that if you're sharing a crime that you're complicit, you know, you're um, a part, as far as the you could be a part of the actual 
the crime by sharing it and you know yep people don't know the law in certain places i definitely don't but somebody did mention that if you see something especially something that happens with children or something like that and you're sharing it and it gets shared one k turns into 2k and five Mm -hmm. thousands and thousands of people looking at this same thing and they're getting they're um commentating on this like oh did you see that before they could even have a chance to map out in the first what is it first 48 Mm. when the cyber world didn't already figure out oh look at that look at like me and marcus was watching um a video of a guy who was going into his home the ring doorbell caught him um coming to his his walking up to his apartment door and he goes and he's putting in the key but there's a man in a ski mask mm, mm, mm. and i i believe he said something like what's going on in there let me get in there something like that and the guy was like no nah. the guy who was putting the gun opening his door he drew first the other guy had a gun he pulled it out but the guy drew first that was going into his apartment and shot this man point blank in the head on the ring camera well yeah i mean walked up on him but the fact that this is visible yeah is insane and then the fact that it uploads or somehow i don't know how it gets to youtube hey just of this stuff on youtube oh yeah because it's from it, it somehow the report it, it reports does it? Yeah, like we have the ring too, and somehow, like we get reports every single day of what's going on, footage or whatever. And I'm like, it, it's one. It helps you be like, wow, that's what's going on right around the corner for me, or right up the street. Like, yeah. oh my god, so you can be aware. Yeah. But that and that's one of the pros. I would say that's a pro. I, oh my god, they're doing so and so a couple blocks from me, and you could shoot it out as you know in the radius in which you needed to go in your area. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of things, it's kind of like you knowingly are yeah. gonna share something like this. You you can't say well you know what, I'm going to put this out there because I want everybody to be aware Yeah, a lot because that's not people's in- that's not everybody's intention. Um, I want you to be aware or I want the likes. Right. I want you to start following me because now I'm known to put that kind of stuff out there and uh, I don't care where I get it from and mm-hmm. so now that'll just make me popular but it's kind of like, really? Right. Again, right. at what cost? Ain't that something? Yeah. So my question to you, do you really think that there's a difference in reality shows versus what people share about their everyday lives through social media? Absolutely. In what way? I feel maybe for TV purposes, a basic um, conflict or a basic question or a basic date, things that are normal is probably magnified times a hundred when the cameras are rolling. Mm. Um, because and it's like that thing, like, you know how, like, like if a guy punches somebody on TV, a fake poof, you know, just to over-exaggerate the sound or just to make it more believable. So I feel like that in that concept-wise, that's what happens in social media, you know. Um, 
I had the pleasure of doing um, Shay Johnson from Love and Hip Hop. She was once on Flavor of Love. I forget what season. Um, but I got a chance to do her makeup, makeup several times when she came to visit um, in Detroit. And she did tell me um, a little insider tip was that a lot of those special or random pop up like girl we finna go out to lunch or you know you got one person meeting another person at lunch Mm -hmm. were choreographed and staged so that whatever the conflict was between the two people or several people um, they're in now the arena to hash those things out so certain things were actually put in place on purpose and sometimes unbeknownst to like just say if TT and Toy have a beef and Mona Scott says okay well we're gonna we're gonna end up at this place and then I Toy to walk in and then TT gonna already be there that would be that's like a that's on the like the set list <laughs> that's on the list of the shooting for the day mm. a lot of it is facade a lot of it is and some of the some of the issues be real um as as uh what she told me she said some of the issues are real but tv really magnifies that and because when the show airs they're watching the editing for the first time so something you said that was totally meant for one thing was taken out of context and used in another situation to make something appear bigger or you know what have you so yeah social media i mean not social media uh reality tv is just the opposite wow real to who to your eyes watching it or to the actual mind or to the actual knowledge that you have like it's not it's not real it's just is is we looking at it that's about as real as it's gonna get my eyes watching it but that's it that's deep that's Thanks. real deep because it just goes back to the topic of the night show illusions of social media but also illusions of television oh. you know sometimes i feel that we get so caught up in what we see on tv that we reenact it For because sure. we think it's so real but it's not it's like these people are going to jail for real for real these people yeah. are dying for yeah. real for real like mm-hmm. these challenges you know these social media challenges oh my you know i'm like you got people that actually died from doing challenges oh my goodness oh my goodness ain't that sad yeah and for our viewing pleasure yeah laughing at it we helping the numbers go up yeah guilty because i didn't see some funny retarded stuff online and i'm probably the one getting about 10 or 12 of them views just from watching it. Oh, girl, I can't stop watching it. It's so funny. I'm, I'm, I'm guilty. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely guilty of that. Definitely, for sure. Well, we see things that's funny or things like that. But what I'm, what I'm more so saying is the things that this person hypothetically took a bunch of cinnamon and suffocated because they, they, it was oh, so yeah. dry. They didn't have nothing. It's yeah. kind of like what or or choking themselves out challenge. Yeah, exactly. Like what? Yeah. Like and you know what? And then just what these kids see on social media because I I I actually and I was gonna ask you this. I actually feel that there should be 
an age limit of people that can watch certain things on social media, also on television with these YouTube channels. There should be some type of something. And even if, you know, kids are crafty, they could crack things, but mm-hmm. there should be some type of fine that, and, and people probably going to be mad when I say this. There's, if you know you have a child, let's for instance, both of us, we have children that are 12 years old. Mm-hmm. If if there's content that they should not be watching and we're not monitoring it and then they get into something or they get to see it and they're exposed to it, there should be some type of penalty that I feel that if after we put the necessary things on there and they've made sure you have to be a certain age or you every time you view you gotta I don't care if you had to say it's a penny it's a penny of view I don't care because that would mean that you're not old enough to do this and if you got to do it someone gave you the approval for it yeah yeah you know because it's just like they get a hold of so much and look at those two kids those cousins mm-hmm. I don't you saw them playing with a gun and end up killing each other I couldn't watch it or girl I just heard that there was no way I could but I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That broke my heart because I'm like, while the family is all together, y'all rented this Airbnb. So the family is all together with the kids and they're celebrating everybody's birthdays within this month. Well, these two kids who always hang out together, according mm-hmm. to them, having fun and they're really big on social media. Like they're all into all the TikToks and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's the shifting of the blame. I don't know. Hearsay says the gun belongs to the male cousin. I don't know where they got it from. I don't know. But they had a gun in the bathroom and they're in the mirror and they're making a live. They're doing a freaking live. Mm. And on this live, she accidentally she accidentally shot him in the back of the head. Jeez Louise. Uh. Then dropped it and it went off and it went off you know it, it she went to grab it or something according to them i didn't see the video i'm going on the video the interview with the mom and the family and you know the the uh people who want to be the newscasters of social media that don't really have anything to say except right. what they hear right i'm not going to do a whole youtube on hearsay unless i got more information that I could share than what we're circulating. Me commentating doesn't make it any harder, easier, or better. But what I'm sharing is here you go with these two children in a bathroom when there's all of these adults in the house. Mm. You didn't know these kids had a damn gun in the bathroom playing in the mirror on social media. Now normally, like my children, they have social media. Mm -hmm. If Cody does a live, I'm gonna know it. I get alerted. If and I'm not placing blame, shifting blame. There's no, there's no winners, losers. I mean, losers. You know, everybody lost on this day. But if the parents was following their children's social media account, they would have been alerted and said, "Yo, so and so doing a lot." And they would have been like, "Oh, let me go in here and see what they up to." Absolutely, absolutely. But we are so lax that we don't stay up on what they're doing. I scroll. I got a 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. I check out his page every now and then. Mm-hmm. I'm looking. When he does a live, he doesn't do lives and stuff like that anyway, but when he shares something, it alerts me. I look and see what he's sharing. Mm-hmm. And he's 20 years old. I don't care. Well, he'll be 20 years old. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to monitor it. I don't care. Because I'm like, even at 19 years old, I'm still going to pour positive into you now. 
at this point you're responsible for yourself but as a parent that don't that don't stop at 2021 20 you a parent into that child or you lead this earth right right and unfortunately because of social media these Mm -hmm. kids whatever illusion whatever they see peers people whatever Mm -hmm. they said hey let's get a hold of the gun let's make this video let's post it let's go live they didn't know when they stepped in that bathroom that they was never going to come out of it. They didn't know. They didn't know. No. And that's where I go with these illusions, these things we see. Like we said earlier, we can look at things, can have a great day going, and then we start to see somebody we know. Well, how's she or how's he getting ahead of me? But then it causes what? strife. Then you cause jealousy amongst you don't know why your friend acted funky towards you, but you know they on social media. And then here's this other piece, and this is a whole nother podcast toy. <laughs> why can't we see our friends, our people, see what they're doing and hit the like button? We see right. it, we like it in our head, but you don't hit. You don't right. share it. Right. Why? I'm a, I'm like, I share people's stuff. I like stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, and if you ask me, if you, hey, can you help me share this? Absolutely. Right. Even if it ain't got nothing, to, now if it's some obscene stuff, oh, hell no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but right. if it's your brand, I'll be more than happy to share it. Yeah. I'm all about supporting. But I'm like, at the flip side of that, I could be that person and I've been in the seat. I don't know why I can't get no support. Like, mm-hmm. natural support. I naturally support people. Yeah. But I look at me and like, why don't people feel like they, okay, is it not, and my stuff not good? Like, uh, it gets you to questioning yourself. Yeah. Then yeah. you see your same people share stranger stuff. Right. Or somebody's stuff that you can say, and you can be without a haughty spirit with one of those confident spirits. My stuff better than that person's stuff. Why would my person, my family, my friends share their stuff before they would share mine? Ain't that crazy? But it happens all the time. And how many conversations have I had with people to say this or tap and agree? Several, Toy. Several. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it can make you... I've had people deactivate their whole accounts because they feel like they're losers. Or they feel like I'm not winning at this. I'm not good at this. I suck at this. Who told you that? Oh, it's not who told you that. Well, these people got all these followers now and these likes. But you know what I learned? I get, I'm sure ain't the only one. I won't be the last. I'm not the first. There are so many people. Would you like to get 5,000 followers? Would you like to? I know, sir, ma'am, no. Every follower I have, I only have about uh, roughly over 1,000 followers, right? Mm-hmm. They're all natural, though. All thousand of them people chose to follow me for whatever reason mm-hmm. on their own. Right. I'm not buying not nan following. Right. For what? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But you know what, too, CC? Everybody don't have the heart and the spirit of you. Like, I'm st- as I speak this, I'm learning this today. Everybody does not have the mind and spirit like you. What you do comes from you. It's, it's genuine. It's 100% authentic, organic. Comes from TT. But when we expect people, and I'm not saying because we do it, and so I'm not going to say, oh, don't expect because it's hard. Mm-hmm. Hell, sometimes it's just, you, you just want, you want people to do like what you do. Mm-hmm. But 
that expectation can ruin you know if you're not strong enough like that some people just really just not strong enough to deal with but if you have a heart of gold and you stop at nothing to make sure people are comfortable they're you know they just, they're good like everybody don't have that thing and I'm and it sucks because that'll make you alter who you are to people just so that you can prepare for the shenanigans yeah you know what I mean like yeah I am a giver of on top of giver but I'm about to enter a room of people who take so do I present myself to them like I'm not giving you nothing just because they not giving should I still be my authentic self when I walk in the room hell yeah and and whoever don't like it they gonna fall in line or not mm-hmm. what you do to, to keep sharing it keep you know posting keep doing and I just want to say that on just on top of what we're talking about um because these platforms like this I haven't I heard nobody talk about this and this is this is this is real this is for real so yeah. your form and your voice and the time you take to make these videos and get your take your pictures and present yourself in the best possible light that stuff does not go unnoticed people like um what's his name dj Khaled. he was saying how he he was up way up into his 40s before he got any recognition he was doing things for free 90 percent of the time he said wow thriller was made um when um uh what's the guy named girl quincy jones he was up and out before thriller came out when thriller came out wow hey so some things take time and i'm not saying it ain't gonna take the slowest time but i feel like if we keep putting out and i'm speaking to myself i'm speaking to you and anybody else who's listening who feel like you know they're just getting overlooked under books just keep putting out the consistent good content keep putting it out somebody's gonna catch on and before you know it it's gonna be getting ahead of you and you're gonna be needing assistance on top of assistance to help you manage all of this stuff you know we just doing it and it seems hard right now because social media can make you feel like you are underachiever yeah you look at so many people flourishing and like what oh but just keep putting it out keep being your authentic self keep being tt and the tt i know on and off of tt from the d if you keep being hurt, trust me, everybody else will fall in line. Fall in trip and bust a face in line. Okay. I received that and I received that on behalf of every other entrepreneur, man, woman, boy, and girl who may have felt the way I just spoke of, may who be may be feeling that way right now at this moment when they're listening that they will reap everything that they've sowed. You know, yeah. we, we don't do what we do for recognition as far as see me, see me. When yeah. I'm working, I'm in a zone. And and a lot of times I overlook people. They're like, oh, you were busy and you were, you know, and I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, you know, I didn't. No, because I'm in my zone. I'm not looking for you to see me. I'm there to do a job and I'm going to do that job until that time is up and it's fulfilled. And I think... Every entrepreneur, I saw something earlier. It said every, well, how did it go? I believe it said every 
expert was once a beginner. Hmm. The truest of the true. Mm-hmm. For sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. When you think about people who invented anything, mm-hmm. there were molds and duplicates. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, if they were able to get it on the first shot and try, awesome. But there's people that have prototype after prototype after prototype after prototype. There are people that have been told, no, 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 no. If it be the Lord's will, I'm getting ready to interview this queen that opened up her her shop downtown in the new center area. And um, she was told, no, 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 no. And finally she got that yes. And when I tell you, she's doing amazing. Mm. And all it took was that one yes. Oh, yeah. But she didn't stop. Right. You know, and and I'm hoping that it be the Lord's will that in the very near future, I'll get to interview K-Ron Moore, mm-hmm. who, is, who plays the leading lady on The Oval. You know, mm-hmm. she's someone that I know from the play world, and we stayed in contact when she left here to go pursue her dream on another level out in Cali and when she transitioned to Atlanta. And she was very open and transparent with me. And I believe she shared it out. So I don't think I'm sharing anything that she wouldn't want shared. She was right at the door of, I'm going to just not do this anymore and focus on being a real estate agent because she has a real estate license. And so right when she was ready to just say, I'm giving this up, I'm getting older. I haven't gotten that one big yes. She's got a lot of yeses, but not the yes she needed to change her life. Mm -hmm. And she got that call back for Tyler Perry. And it was like, it changed her life. And I, I believe and I trust that if we just keep pressing through, Mm-hmm. If we keep on believing in ourselves, because we have to believe in ourselves more than anybody could possibly Absolutely. believe in us. Absolutely. We I, might get overlooked, you I know, do. from time to time. Yes. Oh, yes. And that's so funny. I I don't know what this is about me. <laughs> I live. Hey, what you need to do? And so maybe you need to do this. But then when it comes to my own stuff, I am so like, like, like the worst procrastinate. I don't know what that is. I just get a kick out of seeing people doing good and making their dreams come true. And I'm just that person. I'm the cheerleader. Um, but I need to be a cheerleader for me. So what you're saying yeah. definitely rings bells. Um, for me, like just being confident and not, not being confident is, is, um, it's just a part of the ingredient. It's not the, it's not the only thing you need, but it definitely helps. And it helps really like bring that dough and start forming that dough. You need to be confident and that starts from yourself. So looking at social media and looking at what everybody else is doing around you does nothing but hinders you from from that. Like these are things that I'm learning, you know, just as not just as a person, but an entrepreneur, just really trying to put out good content and stuff that people give a damn about. You know what I mean? It's hard when you when you were that person and people look to to you and say, oh, my God, I want to be where she is. But then you look at yourself and like, girl, what? So I try to be very appreciative of all the moments, the whole entire process. Yeah. Because you know? it's, it's very hard when you can't see in front of you 
the end. But yeah. that's part of the journey. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. man, it's crazy. Social media is a wonderful tool when it's used for the things that bring positive, great, great people, great businesses. It's perfect for that. But at the same time, it gets in the hands of people who really abuse it. And, you know, and unfortunately, we can start believing that hype, too, if we're not strong enough to realize that the work we need to do for ourselves and not look at social media and and measure our worth or measure how far we've come or how what well we haven't been, if we measure it on the backs of social media, it's a tool and not really an enabling thing or not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, I appreciate social media for what the positive things that it does. Yeah. You know, I really, really do. Because without social media or without just the internet, could we do this? Absolutely. That's what I said. You know, you got pros and cons. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I appreciate you, TC, for even caring, for even wanting to know and really want to put this kind of content out. Like, that's that's major. That's major because this is actually helping someone, you know, somewhere that's going to be able to listen to this. You know what I mean? They're going to, this is going to help them, you know? And that's honey. And this is way cheaper than um, sitting on the couch spending out thousand dollars for therapy. What was said here could have sparked the mind of somebody that said, you got to go to therapy. I'm going to do what she said. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I hear that. And I received that. I wish that for every listener that they've received something that we've said tonight. Yeah. Now with that being said, that brings me to my last question. Mm-hmm. What do you feel? And you can ponder on this for a moment if you need to. Okay. What do you feel is the biggest illusion of social media in your opinion? The biggest illusion. Mm-hmm. Mm. the biggest illusion I would say is a person who really believes the fallacies and all the wrong things of a story or of a, of a person like the biggest illusion is Honestly, social media itself, the fact that it was even created is, could be the biggest illusion. Because now we have to not only believe the content that we're putting on social media, we have to believe, we're forced to believe the content that we're watching or looking at on social media. So I think in a fit the biggest illusion is social media itself like i can't think of a bigger because it's so it's, this is not a vague this is broad this is anything you know music tv reality makeup business podcast everything is put on a platform we sit in front of a camera the mm-hmm. camera what we do what we do gets shared on um, uh, posted on social media 
once we post it, it's being shared. Once it's being shared, it's being internalized. Once it's being internalized, it's being someone else's false sense of reality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Media is alone is the biggest illusion. Biggest illusion. And how I to really navigate through that is to understand what part is reality and what part is you know entertainment or you know we have to decipher which one is which you know money business all of this stuff can be because look think about it when you take a selfie how many selfies in your phone before you get the right one oh honey auntie <laughs> a million probably right so guess what we gonna do we're gonna keep scrolling. That's funny. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're gonna keep scrolling until we find the best possible angle known to man to yourself. <laughs> like, girl, this is my neck right here. This this little fat me down here. This, <laughs> this one. So let me hold the phone up a little bit. Ooh, now I'm I'm I done lost about 20 pounds in one I'm gonna post, okay? And then not to mention, not only that, then you got filters. Filters, filters, filters. Yeah, I, I've learned to use some filters. They so cute. But guess what? That can feed a delusion too. I got told by myself just yesterday, Swift was like, I was making a video I said, what you think about this? He's like, I like the video, but it's too filtery. Girl, I was cracking up. You know, and it's not, it's not, this the stuff is available for us to use to present the best possible versions of ourselves. But that's another thing that can get abused because guess what? I ain't got my lashes on. I ain't got no brows on. My hair probably like toe up. But I'm going to throw on this filter and I'm going to say whatever it is I want to say or do whatever it is I want to do. And I'm going to... Keep up this because I have a filter. Like mm. the most natural version of ourselves. If it even make it past the phone, ain't nobody the public not gonna see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that video I told you that I posted um, about social media that had a filter on it. Mm-hmm. Real after the fact, after I posted it and they got. There were comments and likes and stuff. I was like, dang, what's the irony? What's the irony? I, I'm sitting here talking about social media and how it makes me sick. And I'm sitting here with a on it like, whoa. Mm-hmm. A double, which was counterproductive because I'm supposed to be talking about social media and the, the illusion and the delusion of social media. Here I am posting and I'm feeling good too. I'm driving and I'm talking to my camera girl and looking at my and I post that thing and as soon as I post it I was like dang Toy you got a whole filter on. <laughs> my face looks so good. <laughs> you did look cute. I, but you look cute anyway. Well thank you TT. Thank you, CT. Thank you, thank you. And some days, I feel it a little bit more than than others. Oh, yeah, that's anybody, sis. That's anybody. 
So that's that's another thing. That's that's a whole my look. I be posting pictures all the time, and Marcus be like, "You used that filter, didn't you?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, man, I don't hate. I don't like them filters. It be making people look like ants. He's talking about some eyes be big and the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you right, you right. So I don't know. The biggest del- illusion to me is social media. Um, when you when you take out the intent of just what it's supposed to do, be productive. When you take that part away, then it's it's a big it's a big big illusion, big delusion, super big. So I ask the same question: What do you think it is? I think the biggest illusion for me that I see on social media is people's happiness. Mm. And I say that I'm all about love and happiness. If you know me, then you know I love people to be happy and and just love and pour on them and things like that. But I think a lot of times people think people are happy because they have materialistic things and they, the lights, camera, action, they're on it. Oh yeah, they're doing it. And then as soon as lights, camera off, they don't even speak. (laughs) They're miserable. They go and they're crying. They're sad. They're depressed. They're battling things that people like you and I mm-hmm. would battle on a normal basis but in social media world oh they got the perfect life everything looks great 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 yeah you know and I think that that's heavy for them for the people for instance let's go here before we before we get out of here let's go here not to be the horse dead horse okay <laughs> this horse is handicapped out now <laughs> but the 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 will and Jada slap the mm-hmm. slap for Will to, to to Chris. Okay, so let's skip over. If Chris and Will lived in my neighborhood mm-hmm. and that happened and Jada was just a girl, Will's wife like it is, and they were just Will, Jada, and Chris in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and that shit happened. Mm-hmm. It would not trend. We wouldn't be talking about it. We wouldn't care. No. Nah. We wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. We'd be like, damn, okay, well, I heard, oh, damn, oh, yeah, I saw that, oh, okay. And we're going to keep it moving to the next thing. Yeah. We wouldn't be sharing, you wouldn't post Billy around the corner. Yeah. What? For what? We don't even know. Nobody know Billy. Nobody cares. Yeah. They're going to scroll right over. Yeah. But it's because, unfortunately, these people live, they live their lives in the limelight, in the spotlight. We judge them. We prejudge them. We're the judge, the jury. And the motherfucking prosecutor, okay, right. for the, everything that happens in social media, we had, we and pass judgment on people, and we don't know what that woman or those men had mm-hmm. to deal with when those cameras went off. Exactly. exactly. We don't. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that, like you said, if it happened in the neighborhood, it's like that analogy people say when if a tree falls deep in the forest and anybody around did it really happen right you know what i mean like so when these cameras are rolling no and they rolling for the stupidest things they catching the most craziest shit on camera like whose idea was it to start rolling you know right right did you say yo 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 i'm picking my camera and since this ain't happened yet i'm gonna catch like how did you know this is happening so with the will and jada thing this is a national stage mm-hmm. millions of eyes are watching this thing so not only did it happen 
but it keeps happening. It, because guess what? It's showing up CBS. It's showing up BT. It's showing up. I, w- I was in the checkout line at Target today. Yeah, it was a go. And the big inquirer sitting right there in the aisle, right next to the gum. Right. Doggone stuff is on the magazine. So it's like, man, like you said, we prejudging, we judging, we post judging because now we have commentary after all the shit is over. That's right. And it's going on for weeks and weeks and weeks. Absolutely. So, social media can really inflate the hell out of something mm-hmm. if it's enough light on it. But guess what? A lot of the most important things that people need to know and most aware about, if the social media has the choice to not talk about it or not make it go viral or nothing like that, we won't know nothing about it. That's right. And that's that pick and choose stuff that I can't stand about social media. Yeah, you know all the good deeds. What about the people that are doing good things and they don't have the press, they don't have the publicists, they don't, you know. So it's like, dang, how do we get to the part where it is not so dreary? Because every time we see something like, oh girl, did you hear about that post on social media? First thing somebody's saying, what? You ain't mm-hmm. good thing. You hell that happened and you like no nah, girl it was about the 90 year old lady who went skydiving so, right like right. the dude because my 90 year old grandma would not be doing it but somebody doing it that's great so it's just like man it's, it's we bracing ourselves for the worst every time something comes up or you know so i don't know i feel like i agree with you i don't know what these people were dealing with before this slap happened but you never know what was said in a limo mm-hmm. after somebody said Chris was told not to talk about Will and Jada first of all I don't see nobody singling them out how do you single somebody out when they're not even there so to say oh don't talk about like don't talk about nothing current that's like saying don't talk about nothing so yeah. nobody was there to even corroborate that story so I just hate that it happened and that we are still talking about it. Part of us, these are normal people. You know, they rich as hell. Mm-hmm. But these are still normal people. And at some point, we relate, not money-wise, but because of the actions. That was some whole nigga hood stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? You slap somebody because my stepfather just told, he said, you know how many of my friends, how many of my, and he's in his 70s. You know how many people dead? My partners is dead because they girl and sent them somewhere that they can't come back from. Mm, mm, mm. He said that man should have looked at him, gave him a look, and kept it moving. Yeah. To the side, let me holler at you for a minute. Yeah. That's what he said. So I'm just like, man, this is some real stuff. This happened somewhere, just not on the Oscar stage, but mm-hmm. some, not on girl somewhere. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And like I said, but guess what? It happened somewhere. It wasn't on the stage and we don't care about it. And we don't even care. Because yeah. it's life. Life gonna happen. That part. Yes. So. Like, girl, that's rich people problems. I don't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> and we got a whole bunch of problems, right? We got, we have other problems we could be talking about, you know, but it just goes to show you people, you know, we are obsessed some people are addicted to social media you got people when we had that little crash a couple of months ago 
and there was no Facebook access, no Instagram. Oh my God, people were like, "Oh my God, what are we gonna do?" Oh, like, and I was like, "What?" Are you, like, people like, "Did you hear? Did your phone crash?" And I'm like, "My phone didn't crash. No, what are you doing?" Well, I can't get on social media. I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. Let me see." I'm like, "Oh no, I can't." What are we gonna do? I'm like, "Oh my God." Uh, whatever you were doing like like but some people literally that is their life they get off their regular work if they work and that's all they do for the rest of their day i'm on social media i'm on tiktok i'm on i'm looking and it's kind of like we entertain people yeah for sure you know you got youtubers that are rich Mm. because those every day that we watch and they they don't have to do nothing else but make videos and they make a lot of money they raising families, building empires. I'm thinking, like, from making a YouTube video? Let me tell you, a friend of mine, a really uh, insider, another insider, she was doing uh, videos via um, doing content, uploading content and stuff on YouTube, and she told me the longer someone sits in front of a video, the more you'll be considered for monetary uh, reimbursement. So, if you notice, when you're watching a video... To all y'all listening out there, when you're watching a video and it says, stay tuned for this or watch to the end, things like that, the longer you sit in front of a video, that's how they're collecting data to know if you can have people actually sitting in front and watching your content for the longest time. You get paid for that. You get paid for the amount of time someone stays and watch the video. That's so, crazy. That's crazy. So when you skip in to the end, that person doesn't get that um doesn't get those those numbers and they won't get paid. Wow. Yeah. They won't get paid. But I hate the clickbait. Watch oh. to the end. Wait to wait to the end. Wait till you see this. And it don't be nothing that'll make you say you wish you would have waited. Then, I like I can't get them 20 minutes back for You can't. Time is something we cannot get back, sir, ma'am. Ladies hey. and gentlemen, we cannot get time back. My 20 minutes. Give it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's so crazy. TT, this was so fun. Well, thank you, Queen. I appreciate you taking time out of your evening to stop by and have a real serious but interesting and transparent conversation about something that I think people talk about all the time we just don't really have anybody putting it out in social media for us to talk about because that would be like saying oh oops you got you know yes 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 (laughs) but I appreciate you I know that you're going to be coming on with uh for tapping too at the end of this month so I'm super excited for those of you that don't know I do a live stream through StreamYard and you can see it on Facebook, through LinkedIn, through uh, also through, of course, Facebook, through the podcast TT from the D. But I will be having this beautiful, lovely toy on the show. I won't tell you the hot topic yet. As we get closer to that date, you'll get the promo for it. This is definitely a show you have got to see. It's always fun. This will be our very first um, live stream together. Toy has blessed my podcast show before through StreamYard. And I appreciate that. But I said she's too beautiful not to have on camera. And it's always a lot of fun. So she's going to be blessing me on the 26th of this month of April. And I need you guys to uh, tune in 9 o'clock p.m. You'll get the instructions on how you could do that by going to StreamYard.com. 
forward slash Facebook. Log into your Facebook account. That way you can share your questions and your comments. You can ask Toy whatever it is you like to ask her. I can't guarantee she's going to answer you. It's like, no, I'm playing. <laughs> no, it's going to be a hot topic. Um, that's one thing we like to do is keep the platform um motivating and encouraging and up to date not just talking about what everybody's talking about but something that's going to be beneficial for people for the listener to take time out of their day that they can leave and say you know what i gained some knowledge or i feel encouraged today i i feel like i'm not the only one or man i didn't know that that is the end goal for us boom boom yeah. So I appreciate you, Toy. I'm- oh, before we leave, I do have to ask you about your brushes. You have some new brushes. Yes. Yes. So um, a makeup artist is only as good as her tools. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, and, and not just a makeup artist, but just an everyday woman. You know, when I do teachings and I show people, you know, basic makeup um, techniques and things like that, um, having the great... Um, tools are important to achieve certain looks and just to really have that finish, that flawless finish that you can get when you sit in my chair and you can take it home with you. So I am coming out with um, launching really soon, um, waiting on a few things, but I'm launching uh, my own brushes. Uh, it's a 16 set. It has every brush known to man that is needed for a flawless face and I'm not talking about uh, a million of them now we just 16 and I and I'm going to show everyone how to use these brushes what each brush is intended for and also an alternate purpose of the brush because we only as good as our tools and sometimes you may need a blush brush for the whole face you know what I mean like it just Mm -hmm. limit our to uh, a certain area so these are my I'm really proud of them they're vegan so um, these are not made from animals and they're synthetic hair, which works really well when you're talking about disinfecting because on natural hair brushes, um, bacteria tends to linger on them a little bit more because they are natural. So a synthetic hair brush is easier to clean and has less um, impurities and, and just less good. It's easy to clean. So I'm excited about that because having a good brush is, that's half the battle. (laughs) That is half the battle. So those will be dropping really soon. And then of course I have, um, my lashes are coming out and these are just, when I tell you, these are vegan too. These are not made from, from real animals. So I'm trying to be environmentally friendly for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to make a difference out here. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I hope that you will, when you get closer to the launch date, I hope that you'll come back and uh, let me get that interview to talk about your uh, line. I'd actually love to do a tap in Tuesday for that. Cause I would love for you to do a live demonstration on, um, on that. That would be dope if we could do that. And then let me ask you this uh, fun fact for all my listeners that use brushes. What is the proper way to wash your makeup brushes? So an oil free Cleanser is key. Um, and I like to use something as natural as baby shampoo. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, baby shampoo, or um, if you really if they're really saturated with makeup or just dirty, um, anything antibacterial, antibacterial, dial, even dish liquid, 
um, is good for that too to really get that deep, deep, deep dirt. And then okay. we're ninety nine point nine percent alcohol. Okay, wow. Yes, for sure. Let it dry though, guys. Don't throw it back on your. Just let it, let it, let it sit for a minute, and then you're good to go. Awesome. <laughs> Well, thank you for that fun fact. I'm sure that that's why it's important, ladies and gentlemen, to always make sure you bring your paper and pen, crayon, marker, because there's always some jewels drop. On always. Yes, I'm super excited. I thank you again for a wonderful interview. I'm looking forward to our Tap In Tuesday on April 26th. That's going to be a phenomenal show. And I wish you the best of luck. You know, I got love for you. And I'm going to be in your chair real soon. No worries. I'm going to be in your chair real soon. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Wish you the best of luck too, sis. Whatever I can do to help perpetuate this beautiful thing you got going on, let me know. Because I'm doing it. Well, I appreciate that. And and let me say this publicly too. Thank you for your contribution towards getting me ready for my amazing photo shoot I had. Yeah. That people see all these photos, branding, your skills with editing and all that and helping to dress me. Uh, you are responsible for that main photo for TT from the D podcast where I'm rocking that leather jacket, uh, the, the the red. Yeah, people know they love that. Thank you for that. And of course, my face was beat by yeah. Toy. And so, um, yeah, it was a collaboration between you and Lola George with the whole thing for all the looks. But you saw the vision and you made it plain. So I thank you for that. Oh, it's no problem. I'll do it again. Let's do it tomorrow. Oh, you know, we getting ready for that summer shoot. So y'all heard her. Y'all heard her, ladies and gentlemen. She said it. But yeah, we're going to get ready for a summer shoot. And, uh, you know, I'm already knowing. You, I've, I've not had anybody else beat my face. I've had my makeup done before. When I had to by other people, but, but with choice, you know, you, you've done my makeup for quite a while now and you know my face and oh. you know how to get the look that I yeah. cry every time that I get. So, yeah. I can do it in my sleep. That's how I'm- <laughs> Well, I received that. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tell your beautiful daughter and your husband. I said, thank you for letting me borrow you this evening. I'm going to return to sender, but I will see you soon. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Have a good night. Thank you, my love. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.